4: Now, here are
3: your hosts, Peggy Saltz and Shahab Zagari.
4: Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies that matter most in mobile. I'm your host, Shahab Zagari, with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove Media, providing my clients access to the mobile industry and strategic content marketing and custom analysis to boost engagement and raise their revenues.
4: And uh, as always, Peggy's bringing uh, the best of the best, cream of the crop uh, as guests. (laughs) Uh, Who do we have today?
0: Well, thank you, Shahab, and I don't think that's an overstatement today. We have Tommy Ahonan, um, a, a close uh, and esteemed colleague in mobile, godfather of mobile, and someone Forbes has named a top influencer mobile. So we have someone who's going to tell us about you know mobile future, mobile past, mobile present. It's all here today. So I'm really pleased to bring him on. Thanks for joining us, Tommy.
5: Nice to be here with you.
4: That's great. Yeah, definitely glad to have you um. On the show, Uh, so you know, since you're the godfather of mobile, that means you've been in it for a long time. Um, You know, now that it's 2014, almost 2015, um, what you know, what are the abilities of the mobile phone nowadays? Uh, uh, You know, the new opportunities for marketers versus you know what they had uh, access to five years ago, even.
5: A very, very good question. Um, I like to think of it quite the opposite way around. While technically yes, Mm. we can do very many cool things today, we can do your augmented reality, we can do your NFC payments and and all kind of fancy cool new things. I like it much more that the industry is now starting to become more mature. By more mature we are now learning to understand that actually it is the basics of the mobile phone which reach every pocket. Everyone with a mobile phone can do SMS text messaging. Most of the phones on the planet are now camera phones. Most of the phones have a web browser and a color screen. The very basic things we can do with things like voice and with things like just the keypad and the interactivity that we can build around that. So that is where I think early on it was all the hype of the cool new things, but today only 10% of the phone, no, less than 10% of the phones on the planet have NFC capability. Why would we worry about that today? Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So is there a thinking there that, um, you know, at first we got so excited about the hype around the technology, I don't think we got quite right all the things we can do with what we already have. And what I'm seeing from what reading, what you're doing, Tom, you know, it's time to sort of re-examine and rethink what the mobile phone can already do because there's a lot of new opportunities there probably ones we haven't tapped into already. What, what, what are your views on that? And can you maybe run me through some of those?
5: Yeah, I, I think a perfect example comes from America from Square. So, so they're the ones who do the payments, you know, from one uh, smartphone to another. But even in America, ha- almost half of the population still use basic phones. So, so what do you do if the other person doesn't have the app installed on their smartphone or if they don't even have a smartphone? Then they use SMS so that they've now added SMS functionality so that if the person you want to send money to doesn't have a smartphone or that hasn't I- installed the app yet, we can still send money to them. So, so this is the kind of thing that, that I think shows the kind of uh, coming back to the basics, learning the very fundamental fundamentals of what we can do. It's, it's interesting. It's
4: coming back to be forward thinking.
5: Absolutely. So, for example, in India. Again, I mean, smartphone penetration is under 10%. So, so what do we do? We even have a big problem with literacy. So there, they were offering voice-based jokes. You could subscribe to listen to a favorite joke by one of the biggest Bollywood artists. So imagine one of the you know, biggest Hollywood stars, You know, uh, George Clooney will read us a daily joke every day, this kind of you know, uh, equivalent star, reading a joke every day from a deter- detergent brand the detergent sales up 300%. Hey. And the service, I mean, basic voice.
4: That they probably recorded on, you know, their own cell phone and and station. to yes. the radio
5: station. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't need any kind of digital, you know, super tech, you know, studio equipment or anything. Someone needs to write good jokes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, and, and, and apparently you've always been a fan of uh, SMS. Um, So what is it that uh, marketers aren't doing with it that they should be?
5: Um, We're we're still in a a learning process. So so this is something Peggy, of course, has been writing a lot about, is is what Mm -hmm. is engagement marketing, for example. Engagement marketing is a process of uh, involving your customers in a dialogue. So, So it's very different from traditional advertising when we interrupt our audience to show them an amazing, you know, Advertisement. So so if we're building a dialogue, then we actually have to have a kind of a decision tree, thinking that well if the customer says yes, we go this way, if the customer says no, we go this way. If their favorite color is red, we go here, if the favorite color is blue, and we evolve the discussion based on that. To do that kind of dialogue, then, then the, the two best tools are SMS and MMS. Hmm.
0: You mentioned MMS there. I mean, it's been around for a super long time, Tommy, going back, you know, and that we never really quite got the mileage out of it that we could have or should have. Um, SMS is sort of seeing a bit of a comeback, you know, it's coming, it's it's full force. What's the situation now with MMS? Are there some uh, interest opportunities there that maybe you can bring to light?
5: Yeah, uh, it's one of those uh, myths. The myth is that, that uh, MMS died or MMS never was a success.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: If, we okay. take, if, we ta- if we take away the success of SMS and we examine the mobile industry without the existence of SMS, then MMS would be the biggest success there ever was. MMS last year generated $32 billion around the world. Smartphone apps only generated $21 billion. And remember, Four billion of that 21 were tablets. <laughs> so actual mobile phone uh, apps mm-hmm. only generated $17 billion last year. MMS, $32 billion. So it would be mm. a huge success. It's much bigger than, than mobile advertising, much bigger than, than music, than gaming, all the Angry Birds, everything like this. MMS would be the biggest success, except that it, it never succeeded as well as SMS. And because the industry was comparing it to SMS, it's, oh, MMS is a failure. Because Mm -hmm. SMS is $110 $110 billion, because MMS is only 32, it is therefore a failure. (laughs) So that's the the unfortunate truth about MMS, is that it was compared to SMS. Uh, The beauty of MMS is that for, for much of your audience, MMS is everything you ever wanted SMS to be. M- MMS allows you, if you don't like the 160 character limit of an SMS, MMS allows you to send much longer texts. So if you're a news, news organization, you can run a lot, much lo- larger story, longer story than 160 characters. If you're an advertiser, you want to put a picture, MMS is perfect for, for that. You want to do a video, you can do a short video clip on MMS. You want to do a sound, you want to do a coupon, you do a QR code, all kinds of things like that, that you, uh, a web link on an MMS. So So, MMS is everything uh, for the advertiser that the advertiser would like or for the media that they hope that SMS would be. And
4: and so of the most recent uh, MMS examples that you've seen, what are some of your favorites?
5: (laughs) I I was just now in in, uh, South Africa and and, uh, uh, I saw some some really uh, uh, cool – they had the the, the, um, uh, – one of the awards – uh, for for uh, uh, mobile Monday and and uh, um, so so um, we had had the uh, campaign they they had with uh, um, what was it it was a local um, one of the local advertisers uh, no I don't remember what I, I think no it was a, a fast food uh, restaurant um, and and just you know a cool ad where a cool campaign where where you could uh, increase the the uh, um, uh, increase the the discount of your ad by interactivity through MMS and you would see you know nice burger and then you know clip and send it in and you get a bigger uh, if you don't you want to get it supersized and send it back and you, you instantly a coupon on your phone Wow mm mm-hmm.
0: and I mean we started off with SMS and uh, talking about its comeback, I mean, I've been following your Twitter storm out there, Tommy, as I guess practically most people do. Uh, you know, and you've been rattling off those stats from a report that, that actually pointed you in the direction of about you know, this amazing power of, of SMS, these amazing stats that say, hey, you know, if you thought it was old school, think again. Maybe you'd like to recap some of those?
5: So, so for example, people love uh, WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. So, we have all these uh, wonderful new uh, messaging services, and of course, if you're a young addicted user, heavy with messaging, of course you're going to use an efficient messaging platform with the people that you message the most. But now consider your audience of the show. If you're an advertiser, if you're media, if you are a business wanting to engage with your customers, then SMS reaches globally an audience 10 times bigger than WhatsApp, Facebook. You like Facebook? SMS reaches an audience four times bigger than Facebook. Um, so, so uh, we just had a brand new study of American teens, American teenagers. Two two weeks ago, a study of six thousand American teenagers. What what do they do on their mobile phone? The number one thing they do is SMS. Eighty-five percent of teens use SMS. It was only like sixty percent for Facebook. So, so that that. Don't think that SMS has died. It is the way that we can reach every pocket. It's not very sexy. It's not very glamorous. But it is the only way that we can reach everyone.
4: And how many times bigger than uh, WhatsApp was SMS used? Ten times. Ten Ten times.
5: Ten times. There are six billion active users of SMS. There are 600 million active users of WhatsApp. Ten Mm -hmm. times bigger by reach globally. And by the way, let me come back still momentarily for MMS. The beauty about MMS... In terms of an audience, MMS has three billion active users, but the beauty with MMS is that anyone who reaches, who, who receives an MMS, they think they are receiving an SMS with a cool picture, or they think they're receiving an SMS with a video. Oh, I didn't know that's possible. Everyone who receives an MMS knows how to respond to it. The opening rate for SMS and MMS is the same, 95%. So, so anyone who receives one, they think, oh, this is an SMS, I know how to respond. And they just like it. And, you know, you put a video on it, you put a sound on it, you put a coupon on it, you put an offer. So, so that's what I mean, that, that advertisers, media, companies, they should embrace MMS because MMS is everything they ever wanted SMS to be. And we've already taught the audience on how to use it because everyone knows how to react to an SMS.
4: It's amazing. Um, We do have to stop there. Uh, It's a fantastic point. There's a lot of data. I'm I'm still digesting it. Uh, We'll we'll go to a quick break, uh, but when we get back, we have Tommy Ahonen with us. So don't go anywhere. Mobile
3: Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to
6: 21691. That's RADIO to for Moby Mantis.
3: at bruceclay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm.
4: Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zargari.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
4: And again, today we have Tommy Honan, uh, who's um, pretty much the godfather of mobile. Um, we're talking all things mobile today. Again, thank you so much for being on the show today.
5: It's very much my pleasure.
4: So we talked about SMS and MMS, a little bit about camera. Um, no, no, let,
0: let's let's go back to but, camera a bit more, Shahad, because yeah. we talked only just a, a little sure. bit about it, and I think that, um, you know, We've moved a little bit beyond selfies. Um, have, we to- have we, Tommy? Have we moved beyond selfies?
5: <laughs> we are in the process of, yes. Uh, the camera is another one of those, those uh, items which is really astonishing for its power. So, so first of all, I very much like to explore what people do when I see random people with mobile phones and I see them doing something strange. Uh, so so one of the things that I noticed people are starting to do with their camera phones, now that we have camera resolutions of five megapixels, eight megapixels and above, people are using them as scanners. Mm-hmm. So for example, that you have, you know, I need to hand in these receipts, I'll just take a picture of it and then email it in to my boss. So so or I need to have a you know a receipt of this, or I need a copy of this, or I need to see the you know, I, I need to just make a backup of this and just, you know, use it as a you know, private immediate scanner. Uh, at at five megapixels, eight megapixels, we can get a very good clear scan of a regular letter size page. But it actually gets much more powerful than that. Uh, there, there's a, a new app uh, from Finland uh, that that um, is designed for forest management. So if you're an industrial forest owner in Canada and you've got a forest of you know a couple of hundred acres of you know pines, then then um, it's it's a big a headache to go and count your trees. And if you want to do efficient management, you need to know how old they, they are and what size they are and you know, what do you cut and, and what's their value and so forth. So uh, they designed an app that uh, does the same thing by taking a picture. So now the for- trained forest managers will walk in the forest and take pictures and the system calculates faster and more than twice as accurately the forest wow. than what humans can do by taking pictures and then the, the mathematics mm-hmm. does the rest. So I mean the power, and this is no you know, super camera, this is just you know, your standard iPhone, your standard you know, galaxy, anything with an eight megapixel camera will do enough that it, it then recognizes it you knows that's a fir tree, that's a pine tree, that's a birch, and counts them correctly and accurately, and blah, blah, blah. I, uh, there was a funny one, Peggy, you might like this. There's, there's, a, there's <laughs> a funny, uh, a, 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 another one, uh, again, I, I don't remember what the name of the company is, but it was just now, uh, I think a week ago on, on, uh, uh, in the news, an app developer in, in California. These are ex-Google people, I think, who developed this. Um, they have developed a uh, selfie camera phone measurement where ladies can take a picture in the privacy of their bedroom of their uh, chest to get the correct bra to get the correct bra size measurement. Huh. Apparently, I'm, not, I'm a man, so I don't I, I don't wear a bra. I don't know this. I don't have this problem. But. According to the article that I read, eighty percent of women are wearing the wrong bra size because they don't like the trouble of having, you know, strangers, you know, you know, measuring them in, in some some you know Victoria's Secret or something like that. So so, mm-hmm. but now you can do it privately in your home by taking selfie. They, they, I think it needs just two pictures and you can get uh, correctly the, the 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 you know bra measurement. Again, the magic of the camera on the mobile phone becoming a measurement tool. Hmm.
0: Just hoping that the person on the other, you know, it's being automated. and There isn't some happy guy saying, oh, I think I'll measure this. But no, really, just
5: kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As a woman and potential users. But I, but I mean, Tom, it's a, it's a great idea because you're saying. i the
4: photo in more ways than one.
5: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. No, but the, the, this is a variation of something I wrote about. If you remember, Peggy, a while back in Japan, they had mm-hmm. that uh, – uh, measurement, uh, the the first one of the camera phone doing the same kind of measurement, it was to measure calories so that you would just take a a camera phone, but this only worked with Japanese camera phones at the time. You could take a picture of any standard Japanese dish. The, The logic was smart enough to recognize, is that sushi? Is that sashimi? Is that inagi? Or if that's a McDonald's burger, it recognized what the food was and estimated the calories pretty accurately based on just taking a picture. So, I mean, that that that's where this kind of thinking comes from, that suddenly that that our camera phone is a very the camera is a very powerful sensor and we can actually build a lot of logic around it to make it do all kind of amazing things, magical measurement for us.
0: I mean we're talking about how things need to sort of be rethought and reinvented and reimagined. But on the other end of the spectrum, Tommy, I know you have so much to do with marketers. You're in the you know, you're often talking at events with the Mobile Marketing Association and others. I mean, can you either point to examples of, of brands and companies that are getting the new opportunities here? Or can you maybe even just, um, you know, point to some verticals that maybe haven't woken up yet to these opportunities? Because to me, it sounds like they are, there is lots more mileage in the mobile phone uh, than we think. And there's a lot more to be made with it.
5: Oh, very, very good. Um, uh, one of the things that, that intrigues me at this point is the opportunities out of convergence. So So, if we now start looking at thinking a little bit more broadly than the, just advertising or just money or, or just social media or just news, but starting to look at the convergence so so uh, a great example comes from south africa uh, i 'm sorry from South Korea coca cola had a campaign uh, last year uh, about this time. It was called um, coke play uh, and so so um, they they allowed South Korea people to participate in a treasure hunt anywhere you within the treasure hunt you would collect these points um it also gave you points if you bought any coca-cola products and of course it gave you points if you saw coca-cola advertising and you could collect points by dancing So they also had a dance competition and good dancers were rewarded with points. What you could do with the points was you could, of course, buy Coca-Cola products if you wanted to drink. You could also buy Coca-Cola merchandise. You want a T-shirt or a hat. But you could also use those points to pay for airtime or to pay for Mm -hmm. apps or to pay for music downloads. In other words, Coca-Cola had launched a currency, a virtual currency, not just a loyalty program. But a virtual currency in South Korea. So these are now kind of the amazing opportunities that come when we start to merge the, the opportunities of what happens if we take some, you know, gamification and we take some advertising and we take some money and we connect it through the glue of the mobile phone, and suddenly magical thing.
0: I love the way you're saying the glue here. I mean, um, is that for you, you know, what it is? Because you know, in this, in this multi-channel multitasking multi-screen place Um, is it the glue is it the central place for you
5: yeah I think now it's rather easy to see that it is I was one of the first ones converted to this so I was believing this long ago but it was then just a theory there was not much evidence now we're starting to see and more and more that there's actually a lot of buy-in So, for example, uh, WPP, the world's largest advertising uh, agency, Empire, their China head, uh, I forget the name of the lady, but the lady who runs WPP in China said that uh, mobile is now the primary uh, advertising marketing channel in China. It is part of all campaigns, so they will typically include uh, mobile if they have a television campaign or a magazine campaign or a billboard campaign, and then she said, but if your budget is limited in China, then you do mobile only. Mm-hmm. This, was to, this was to me a radical thought. I had previously, I'm a mobile guy, a geeky guy, technical guy, I'm not an advertising expert. And I had always thought that, well, television, will, television advertising will always be the king. And mobile will always be like the little brother. But now in China, mm-hmm. the world's largest advertising agency, their China boss says, in China, if you don't have – if your budget is limited, then you go mobile only. But normally you include mobile in the mix. You wouldn't run mm-hmm. a campaign without mobile. And I thought that was a radical thought. Hmm.
0: I mean you're in an agency, Shahab. What, what, do you, what do you make of that? Are you telling people mobile in the mix or mobile first or mobile only? Just curious here. Um,
4: mobile always. You know, and especially okay. um, you know, the, at Skywire, we have a, an SMS software. It has two patents on it um, for viral messaging and triggered events where you can actually set up, you know, based on whether or not they um, – so, you know, as Tommy was saying earlier, if you get a coupon and if you don't end up using it, then that's the end of it. But if you do end up using it, now, you know, our clients know you like that kind of coupon then the triggered coupons will come after. So we, we, we're definitely, definitely a fan of SMS and MMS here um you know and and again we constantly tell people hey look there's a large open rate you do email newsletters people sometimes even if they've opted in they just won't open that email but again 95% opens um with text message but some of the stats that Tommy gave us before the break they astonished me and I think I'm going to use them in my pitches now
5: <laughs> very good very good
4: so yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely uh, think, you know, always it, it should be a part of the plan. Not not saying that not to do email newsletters or, or anything like that, but uh, um, I mean, this is this has definitely been a, a great show so far. We, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go to our last break. So I want to urge our listeners not to go anywhere. We've still got uh, a couple things on deck with Tommy, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
6: Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast.
3: Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com.
6: Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix,
3: mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Webmaster webmasterradio.fm.
4: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zargari,
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
4: And again, we have Tommy Ahonen on the line. Uh, who Forbes has named a top influencer in mobile. Um, you know we, we've been talking about reimagining and, and going back to basics um, and, and utilizing the phone for uh, a lot of different things, but um, you know in, in talking about reimagining and rethinking, um, how, what way to, do marketers need to rethink location? Uh,
5: excellent question. This is one of those things where, where now we have to think the other way around. There has been a lot of hype about location there's a lot of promise and excitement how how we can we can track everything and we can we can you know find out where our kids are are they misbehaving and and so forth in reality everyone likes the idea of tracking others but nobody likes the idea of others tracking us the the actual commercial opportunities out of location are very limited it's not that there are none But it is just a very poor opportunity. For the most part, if we're thinking about advertising, if we're thinking about marketing, even if we're thinking about media and gaming, location tends to be a limitation. It's like putting a speed bump on a highway. The real opportunities usually come on whatever your idea was. Just remove the word location and actually your success is bigger. So if you want to do your coupon, you know, your, your florist and you have your special offer and, you know, that wedding was canceled and you've got now, you know, uh, you know, 500 extra roses that you have to get rid of. Yes, you could do a location-based ad for everyone near your store, but wouldn't it be much more powerful to send it to all of your loyal customers? Because it might be like I am traveling and I'm suddenly in Thailand, but I would still like to send flowers to my girlfriend. Why would you limit the opportunity only to the people near you? So this is one of those areas where where I think location is now starting to get the proper place. It's not that there are no opportunities. It's just that it is not the big promise that people had early on. And what I've also noticed when I've looked at successful location campaigns, most of them do not replicate well. So if you have a particular game, they had this cool game game in, in, in Stockholm, Sweden. Where, where they had a virtual mini car. The mini was parked mm-hmm. in Stockholm. You had to go and chase it. You had to. Then it was a chasing game. You could see on your mobile phone on a map who has it, where the dot is moving, and go chase it. And the person who got closest to it captured the mini and then ran away. And everyone else chased that person. Huge thing running for a week in Stockholm got everyone's mm-hmm. attention. And, and finally, the guy who ended holding the mini got a real mini as the mm-hmm. prize. So it was like big, interactive, you know, digital and real world, you know, uh, fantastic uh, interactive game, except it cannot be run every week. We're not going to have, you know, Jaguar running this, you know, next week. And then there's a catch chase, the the BMW game and then chase the (laughs) Toyota game. Maybe when Mini releases its next version three years from now, they might, you know, introduce a new version of the old game. But this is not something that is easily replicated. And that is part of the problem that even when most of the successful games that we find are are successful uses that we find about location, they tend to be kind of one-off opportunities.
0: It's interesting how you also say they cannot, you know, they they look at location as being, you know, always nearby. Um, Maybe there's a new definition to what is nearby or there needs to be one, you know. Um, I
5: I think it's it's misunderstanding the opportunity. Mobile is free from location. Mobile is freedom. Location is a prison. mm, It is the absolute opposite. Mobile allows us to go beyond location. Mobile allows us to do much more than location. Sometimes it makes sense to do something where we can actually help that customer that here you are. Or let me help you find. But most of the time, we're not lost, if, unless you're in in a place like <laughs> Colombia where people actually kidnap you. They tend to then also <laughs> take your mobile phone. But I mean, most of us don't suddenly wake up lost. Our, our home did not run away last night. The the office did not suddenly relocate. You know. So so you know the children's school didn't suddenly you know move to another neighborhood. So so. The location opportunity, really, it's it's easy to grasp because we notice that, oh, cool, this has a GPS locator, and now I can have these cool maps. But in reality, the commercial opportunities are quite modest. And the nice thing is the industry is now noticing it. And that for most of the people listening to this audience, if you have a current project which has a location function to it, try to minimize the investment on the location, focus on the other parts. If you had a gamification part, if you had a social media part, if you had a mobile payment part, you had a you know virtual reality, work on those parts, subdue the the location part, limit that budget, limit that team, put the resources in the, to the other side they will do much better for you
0: so a real quick question tommy i can't I can't resist it you know for all these years. We've heard the example, you know, you're, you're near a Starbucks, you're near a McDonald's, you get a coupon on your phone, you're in a mall, what have you. I mean, what do you make of, of those examples and and, you know, and the value of, of continuing to approach location-based marketing in that way?
5: Yep. This is is one that we we studied already 12 years ago. And and so, no, I'm sorry, 14 years (laughs) ago at the world's first mobile advertising conference. But it keeps coming back because of Mm -hmm. that Tom Cruise movie Minority Report. Mm -hmm. So it's the concept we saw for the first time imagined in Minority Report. And uh, constantly someone reinvents the same idea and tries to run with it for a while. And then they notice that it's actually not a big success. It's been tried at least a dozen times commercially by different companies always to failure. The issue here is that the mechanics, the the, the business mechanics don't work out. What you have to do to achieve this is you have to interrupt and bother and disturb people near you to try to find the one or two that are happy. It's the shotgun approach to mobile phones. It is the exact opposite of what we should do in engagement marketing where we right. do opt in, get the customers to pre-select us for that they, they are favoring our brand and they would like to have communication with us. In that case, we can sell with them. We right. can get them to be happy with our products. But if we just what? shotgun everyone near us, very soon people start to avoid that location. They'll,
4: they'll opt out. They just won't they'll opt go out, there. They'll complain.
5: They'll go right. to the shopping mall, say, I'm, I'm not coming to your shopping mall anymore because you're pestering us with these stupid things and so forth. And very soon they shut down that system. So uh,
4: what I think we should do is have you back again because we have actually run out of time. Um, so, oh, what a, uh, you what know. a change <laughs> <laughs> Again, I want to remind our listeners Check out the Facebook page Facebook.com slash Mobile Presence And remember that new episodes of Mobile Presence Air Wednesdays at 3pm Eastern Standard Time uh, You can check out earlier episodes of our show By going to webmasterradio.fm on our website You can also find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune And iHeartRadio You now know where to find the show uh, How can they stay in touch with you, Tommy?
5: I'm Tommy Ahonen, so just come me, follow me on Twitter. I'm easiest to find there. Also, my website is TommyAhonen.com.
4: Perfect. And Peggy?
0: Uh, you can check me out over at MobileGroove.com or uh, email if you want to do that. Old school, right? Uh, Peggy at MobileGroove.com or on Twitter at PeggyN.
4: Perfect. Again, thanks for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week.